Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. A newly launched spacecraft promises to broaden our understanding of the sun. Called the Solar Orbiter, or the SOLO for short, it left Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Central Florida on Sunday, February 9th at 11.03 p.m. The new probe is part of an international collaboration between NASA and the European Space Agency, or ESA. Both parties contributed to its arsenal of scientific instruments. Some of these gadgets will remotely image the sun, its atmosphere, and the materials it spews forth. Others are built to keep tabs on the spacecraft's immediate surroundings. During the wee hours of February 10th, 2020, the European Space Operations Center in Darmstadt, Germany, got a signal confirming the orbiter's onboard solar panels were functioning correctly. So begins a seven-year planned mission. The orbiter is supposed to take, to paraphrase Robert Frost, the route less traveled. You see, all the planets in our solar system revolve around the sun on the same general plane, give or take a few degrees. Called the ecliptic plane, it's like a giant invisible disk, a one that very nearly lines up with the sun's equator. Most of our space-fearing devices are gravitationally confined to this plane, but the solo is meant to escape it. By exploiting the gravity of Earth and Venus, the probe will orbit the sun on a unique and tilted pathway. This unique trajectory will give the solo 22 close approaches to the sun, as close as 26 million miles or 35 million kilometers, as well as bring it within the orbit of Mercury to study the sun's influence on space. It will also give the solo the chance to do something no craft has ever done before, take pictures of the solar poles, looking down from above or up from below. Just like Earth, the sun has a north and south pole. In 2018, the ESA used data from the Proba-2 satellite to try to determine what the northern pole looks like. But Proba-2 couldn't photograph this region directly. If all goes according to plan, the solo will do just that. Its first close pass by the sun will be in 2022, at about a third the distance from the sun to Earth. And that's just the beginning. Another mission involves the Solo partnering up with the Parker Solar Probe. Launched in 2018, this spacecraft is able to fly much closer to the sun than the Solo ever will. Comparing the feedback from both probes ought to tell us a great deal about the mysterious phenomenon called solar wind, which are streams of charged particles. Any polar pictures that the Solo gives us should provide relevant insights, too. The sun's polar regions probably have a big effect on its atmosphere as a whole, along with the winds it unleashes. The Solo's unique travel plans will put it in contact with intense heat and extreme cold. The new probe is going to revolve around the sun in a very long, very narrow, oval-shaped orbit. As it nears the star, things will get rather toasty. That's why designers fitted the solar orbiter with a reflective heat shield coated in titanium foil. According to NASA, this shield can withstand temperatures as high as 970 degrees Fahrenheit or 520 degrees Celsius. It's also got radiators designed to ventilate excess heat produced within the craft itself. But, of course, scientists aren't just interested in the solar poles. One of NASA's upcoming Artemis lunar missions is supposed to land the first astronaut at the moon's southern pole. None of the Apollo-era moonwalkers ever made it that far below the equator. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other far-reaching topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 